Hello and welcome to Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. guys doing? Doing pretty well, Chris. The Bills lost. Our picks might have not been great this weekend, but it's a great, great, great weekend of football. And look, if you're picking, you're just gonna you're gonna go you're gonna get one of them. That's about it. That's how it's. It hurts us that we like we talked so much last time about how we were we felt like we were seeing things clearly. I even I was like I know that I've been bad this week. I feel good, and still I'll go one and three. And what also I just, sucks is that like we we went back season maybe I'll be back. We went back and we weren't confident about our previous takes and we went back on our no. previous takes. Like if this was three weeks ago, I would have been like bangles, bangles, like killing the bones. Mm-hmm. Like let's and I went back on it. I saw the other side. Same thing with the stupid Giants who we believed in. And I guess we also believed that the Niners and Cowboys could both score points. But that that was not far far from it. And that seemed like a pretty reasonable assumption. I know, like and like you could say, "Oh, points. two good defenses," but it's you know, even when it's two good defenses, uh, it, it, most of the time, like two high-scoring teams throughout the whole year. So that was pretty stupid. But yeah. we'll get to every game, starting with the one that we hit right at the end—the greatest cover, I think, in it, 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 one of the greatest covers in playoff history. I believe the the Jags plus nine and a half. It was so close to not hitting so many times. I know. There was a real chance for them to come back and win that game. Oh, they don't they fumble when they they're inside the 10. Yeah. It was, what, it was Agnew who fumbled mm-hmm. when they were down, down 10, right? Ready to score a touchdown? Yeah. So, and it was right there. They still had time where if they were to get a stop, get the ball back, like, they would have gotten really dicey really quickly but team caught a break no they did they uh the jags left a lot of points on the board that's even a field goal like if, even if it's not a fumble or not a touchdown it's it's at least a field goal there then you can go down you can try again jamal agnew also he was the guy who ran into harrison butker when he could have taken out the, to the crib and great tackle by butker but you take one little little jump move at the end and you can take that home um this a lot of a lot i was butker just like threw himself in the way of him there he was so funny that's that's what real special teams do that's what i mean good coaching that's that's what it is yeah your body on the line Mm -hmm. and it just felt like at the end it was just there's so many times where i was watching with my buddy who also had the jag spread and there was just so many times where i was just like it's over the Jags spread, it's done. Mm. Like, it's done. <laughs> and the the Chiefs just kept giving them opportunities to get back in the game. And I guess to, it helped, and that's cover, kind of, helped us gamblers, but they couldn't get it done. Kind of what we talked about leading into the game with the Chiefs is, like, let teams hang around for a while, which is why we were confident in the spread in the first place. And, like, they really need to step on it. They can. They can kick it into that gear. But you get too cute, like... This was a very pos or a game that was very possible could have blown. And like now you get too cute against the Bengals and you're done. Well, and it's not even it's we gotta talk about the Mahomes injury. I mean, he has a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. He's on one leg right now. And so that it's it's not even kinda at the point where it's too cute. It's like 
they're at the point where it's like, all right, we need to desperately get first downs to milk away this game because we don't have the Mahomes. Oh, you need a touchdown. Let me just get, get it to you anymore. Right. It's just, it, he's a, I, I think one of the announcers said it and it's, I know it was Chris Collinsworth. So he's like, Oh, Mah- like every pass Mahomes, uh, you know, this is just vintage Tom Brady. Like, you know, and he, he said, Oh, this brings him kind of down to like human level. He's now just like a good quarterback instead of Mahomes. And it's, he's right. Like he, he on one leg was still pretty, pretty damn effective. But the real thing is how are you going to let Travis Kelsey get 14 catches? That's the one guy on the team. Well, that's... Let get give Juju fourteen catches. Like, make sure it's anyone but him. We also remember I was worried about the Chiefs because I said that they can't hit the Tyreek Hill button, and you're like, yeah, but they still have the Travis Kelsey button. And it's like come playoff time. It's like go to your best guys. Yeah, your best guys have to be stars. That's how you win. So why throw it to anybody else? Just abuse the traffic the Kelsey button. Yeah. And it, he's not he's not anywhere close to Tyree Kill, but Kadarius Tony having him to just do all like the bubble routes mm-hmm. and the quick little screens I forgot that he, used that he to, was even on the team. Yeah, and they put him in the backfield like they they just use him as they used Tyree Kill, and he's like Tyree Kill Jr. And and also I see number ten on that Pacheco. hair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was Tyree Kill for a second. That dude can fly. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Like, I or Clyde because. <laughs> Checo no, can run. And it's funny, it was he was a seventh round pick, and I remember it was early in the season that all a bunch of fantasy guys that I would listen to or read about, they'd be like, Oh, like watch out for Pacheco. Pacheco's they the Chiefs really like him. And it's like how is he a seventh rounder then? Uh, running backs just appear out of nowhere. Yeah, no, they're thin. And it's it's also when drafting them, it's like, ah, oh, just throw a dart at the board. One of them's either going to turn into <laughs> Alva Camara or like Sony Michelle. Just pick one. Yeah. Uh, Drafting one in the first round is always questionable to a degree. Yeah, and one I think is when we do our mock drafts later. There's one that once we get in the draft season, I guess I'm already I'm already in. Boy. The, <laughs> there's a running back that's supposed to go in the first round again. It's like we don't learn our lesson. Is it? He's some guy from Texas. Oh yeah. Um... They're comparing him to Saquon. I don't know his. I don't know. I don't remember his. John Robinson. Yeah, yeah, Bijan. But anywho, back to back to NFL games that are happening right now. Uh, <laughs> the they just, I like they they have that Travis Kelsey button, and that's the one that you have to eliminate. You can't let him get fourteen catches and two touchdowns. Like, you like he's him, gonna get catches, but yeah, slow him, him down a little bit. Yeah, at least try. It's like. And make the other guys beat you. Milk Martins, Veltis, Scantley, or Noah Gray, mm. or Juju Smith-Schuster, or even Kadarius Tony. He only got 36 yards. Like, let them beat you instead of just making it so easy on Mahomes. I mean, Travis Kelsey's wide open especially on every— Especially when Mahomes, especially when he's hurt, and, like, it's hard to extend play for him, so mm. guys have less time to just run around and get open. I feel like the first read is almost always going to be to Kelsey. Unless yeah. it's a screen. Yep. I 100% agree. The, I mean, credit to the Jaguars. They did. They made it the game at the end. They were in it the whole time. And as we said before, they weren't, like, they weren't really supposed to be here. They, 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 and they're up. They're, they're for a great 
next season. They're set up great. Doug, at least you can know. I mean, he had a he had a rough game this game, but he can he can win you a playoff game. He can coach a team to the playoffs and to an AFC champ or an AFC South championship. Sorry, and you're you're in good hands. And Trevor is a is a he's right there. I think with them, like we're gonna do our quarterback rankings. I don't know where to put him. He's an enigma. Yeah, because <laughs> there are times where. I mean, just look at the Chargers game. Like, that's the story of his career, really. The first half, or even this season. First yeah, half, he just hasn't awful, been able to like, Probably worst quarterback we've ever seen, Peterman. Yeah, it, and, and then he turns into that generational number one pick talent that everyone thought yeah. he was going to be. So, if they can just get his play to be consistent, they're really going to have a star on their hands. Yeah, he just misses too many open throws. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. Drives me nuts. Yeah, but you know it's in there. I think if he st- if he takes a step forward next year, yeah, and they- beef up that defense a little bit, they're in a good spot. But they're really good spot. All right, the one that we were home now. The one the the Saturday night game, the one that we were. I think all of America was dead wrong on because everyone and their moms had Giants plus seven and a half, and it was over. Yeah. In the first quarter. I, I thought it was over when they went for it on fourth down and they didn't get it. I was like, all right, this is done. That first drive. Right. This game told me a few things about a few teams. First of all, Giants, who we thought they were originally. Yes. And I'm so pissed at us. Yep, we went back again. Because they beat the Vikings. I know. And we... Why we weren't we even that, that it wasn't even that surprising for yeah, them to beat the Vikings. We shouldn't even thought that mattered. But the whole season we were saying this team's not that good. Daniel Jones is still Daniel Jones. Yes, they're well coached, we but the they just don't have talent. <laughs> the Kool-Aid. I don't know why we did it. I mean, it was just so oh, much It makes me really upset. Week. Yeah, there was just so much excitement. I don't even week. know why. Maybe it's because yeah. we hadn't seen the Eagles play really well in a few weeks. Like that definitely played into it. It did look good against Minnesota, even though it's Minnesota. They looked, they played a perfect game. It's just recency bias. Like we have to, yeah. we have to avoid the recency bias. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard, especially when you have. It's like when you're when you're watching a TV show week to week, and you have the whole week in between, and my Wi-Fi just cut out. God, hello. Ah. Oh. I All got right. you now. I think we're good. We only missed like a two-second cutoff. But anyways, did you hear, <laughs> hear what I started to say? It's like when you're watching a show week to week, and you have all these mm. crazy theories that happen throughout the week, and then just something like not that tw- – like the twist isn't like as big as you thought it was going to be. That's mm. basically what the NFL is. It's like you have all week to yeah, discuss and analyze and say whatever you want, and then there's these experts that come in, and they say whatever they want. And everyone just eats it like chalk, and then, then there we go. And now we're uh, now we're freaking picking the Giants against the number one seed. We just have to stop the, having hot takes. Yeah, no, exactly. We just got to be normal. And if you were normal, like like if you pick the same people in the conference championships from the past two years, you'd be wrong on the Rams, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, that's the team I picked to win. Really makes me mad. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. So I'm not even going to pick any of these games anymore. Maybe I'll just fade myself for the rest of the games because I have been wrong not on the season as a whole. 
I have been wrong on the season as a whole. But every single week. Yeah. Yeah. Every week, I get it dead wrong. This, and, like, I just can't believe we bought into ourselves so quickly. But talking about the gameplay, the actual gameplay itself, that, that original, the one I was talking about, the fourth and eight, the day ball is basically just like, look, if we can't score touchdowns, we're not going to win this game anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go for it. And after that, I was like, they have no confidence. I have no confidence. Like, we're done. Oh, yeah. And the Eagles just, they, they could have had a, a perfect game if they wanted to, it felt like. Well, at at fourteen nothing, I was still like, okay, maybe like if they go down and they score here, no, then they didn't, and I was like, all right, that's probably it. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously it was. It was Eagles look great. Um, no, and they didn't like they didn't need Hertz to be amazing. Apparently, he's still not a hundred percent. Didn't he say that? No, and he doesn't. He didn't. Like, like near he didn't 100%. pass like he was a hundred percent. But yeah. he he played just well enough. He played not like he's not. He's not hurt, like not hurt enough that he can't make get it do- the job done. Clearly, but I thought that was just going to be a much bigger factor than it was, and it wasn't. Yeah, no, but it, that was a game where it's just like utterly imposing your will. Mm-hmm. Every aspect of the game, like this team at every position group, is better. And what I hate is now have. because of all the hype of the Giants, the Eagles fans are like, "Oh, like we're the, like we're basically underdogs." It's like, dude, shut up. <laughs> the Giants does not mean you're underdogs whatsoever. And we're I'm, the, the I'm Philly scared. People that I know, like Philly Twitter, I didn't see anything about like, oh, like we're nervous about the Giants. Like everybody was yeah, like, we're gonna roll the Giants. Yeah. After the game, they were like, yeah, this was. Told you. They didn't even deserve to be on the field with us, which is true. No, they didn't. And the coach, like, say all you want about like the coach giving like the the smarks like the his like head nods on the sidelines and all that crap <laughs> that was like, the funniest thing i thought it was I've funny too. all season like, the guy was just having fun out there i thought huh. it was like and I, people were like oh like this is like typical like eagles philly and it's like he's just having fun winning like sorry but he's such winning. a dork he like you dork. can't even <laughs> it's not even it's not normal philly like he's just a weirdo he acts like a kid and at this like at first like when he first got hired and there was stuff i was like what is Remember this guy doing deal? rock like, paper scissors know? at the combine to, to people to show competitive like to find yeah. out competitivism of the draft picks yeah. and it's like that type of stuff and it's like well it's working like it's, <laughs> right it's if it's working, working it doesn't matter he probably knows that he probably knows that he can act however he wants when they're winning yeah, they are like when yeah. they went to the Colts and he was like screaming at the fans and stuff. Yeah, it's like who can they out doing won the game. head nod? And... Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think we re- rewound and watched that like three times. The head nod that was the hardest I'd laughed at like <laughs> non comedy show <laughs> maybe in my life. Then did you see the other clip where he like ran up when they were it was already like twenty eight nothing or twenty seven nothing? They it looked like they were gonna go for two. Yeah. And wait, and what was the off sides. Sirani like runs up the sideline and he's to the ref. He's like, I know what the F I'm doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm allowed yeah, to be yeah. up here. Yeah, I saw, I remember that. Yes. <laughs> that was funny too. They, I, it's funny though. I'm excited that they're going against the Niners. Like, I, I think that's what, that's what deserved to happen throughout the season. And it's also, it's almost like a, a like if you look at the nerd side of football, like the analytics side. It's like a it's like a dream come true for them. It's like offensive line versus defensive line, mm. and it's like the best defense versus best offense. 
And I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be, be like this. And I'm excited for, for next week. It's literally it's going to be the only good NFC football game that we've had all year. <laughs> In terms of, like, top teams playing each other. Because there, yeah. no, there were no top teams. No. No, now they finally have come together. Where it's, yeah. I feel like so, it's... It really is. Like, and sometimes, like we were saying earlier, that twists aren't that crazy. Sometimes that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Like, last year in the NCAA tournament, you had Duke, Carolina, and Kansas, Villanova, and it was awesome. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's fine the best be team just got to make it in. And I feel like that's what we got, especially after our next fluke of a game, which was double downing on our Buffalo Bill take. And... Odds. Al- Josh Allen is a fraud. I should have rolled with that take. I would have looked like a genius. I know. I know. Instead, we, I got duped. We were, we were all, like... Coming to this, we should have been all over it. We should have been all over the Bengals. Just knowing like, what we've been yeah. saying about the Bills all pot, like all year that we were like, oh, they, they don't look like a juggernaut. They don't look like a juggernaut. How are they supposed to like, be the Super Bowl favorites? And then they come and we're like, oh, let's pick the Bengals over them. Like, we're so stupid. Doesn't make any but sense. It's the line. Like, the five and a half changed everything. No. If they were two point favorites, I probably would have taken the Bengals. Yeah, that, that's true. The five and a half, I was, I was like, something has got to be up here. And I thought their defense would just, I thought like the offensive line would be such a big problem. It wasn't a problem yeah. at all. The, they would get they, sacked like eight times. It literally didn't matter. No, and it was also snowing. I was like, this is great. This is what the Buffalo Bills are all about. Yeah. They look like they've never seen snow in their life. <laughs> they look like they had no idea how to play in snow. They, I mean, this was a pitiful performance. Pitiful. Yeah, this is a game that makes you depressed for weeks as a fan. Like they they scored ten points. Yeah. That it just like someone was was like, oh, another Bills heartbreak. I was like, this isn't heartbreak. This is an ass whooping. <laughs> it was an ass whooping from start to finish. Yeah, you know they they never they had never one good close. drive the whole freaking game. Mm-hmm. The Bengals like I I wonder what the time possession numbers were because it felt like every time they had the ball. When they weren't scoring, they were just eating clock and moving the ball. No, time for possession, 33 minutes for the Bengals, 26 for the Bills. So okay, that's not as crazy I thought it would be. Yeah. It, it, looked like, it felt like the Bills never had the ball, and it felt like every time they were, it was third down, and Josh Allen didn't know who to throw it to. Oh. And then, like, sometimes he would run and get the first down, and sometimes he would just eat a sack. It was like, if you got to, like, you got to be the man, Josh. And it was his lowest quarterback rating since they lost. They had that game against the Jets where he threw two picks and they lost. Sixty-eight point one. They also it's poopy. Like they, we knew they couldn't run the ball all season, and <laughs> it, like it, it, I didn't think it would matter in the snow because I thought like, oh, you know, Buffalo snow, like this is what they're all about. The team just cannot. It looked like they should have been in a dome. Yeah. And it's, it is funny because, like, if you ask them and their fans, like, what are your perfect conditions to play a home game? They'd be, oh, we want it to be cold and snowy. We, yeah, we want it to be snowing. Yeah, it's who we want. Yeah. yeah. And they weren't tough enough. They, this was a soft Buffalo team, and they got, they got bullied by backup offensive linemen. We talked for a long time about how bad this offensive line was. And it just didn't matter. You're right. It literally did not matter nope. at all. Bengals, like they are, they're perfect. 
They are. They're and we we were all we were saying they were at the right time. They were peaking, and all these good things about them. And well, the other no, thing, no, just like, the other the other the, all right. This it's the the issue is that we couldn't like we couldn't see how they played in the Demar Hamlin game. Like if like they probably could have they probably would have whooped their ass in the Demar Hamlin game. And then we would have been like, oh, in the rematch, oh, they're just going to do the same thing. Because they picked apart the defense. And they, 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 Joe Burrow just diced him up. He's, I think he's, he's at the, when we do the quarterback rankings, he's going to be top three. And I don't think he's three. Well, I think he's the best in the playoffs right now with the Mahomes injury. Yes. I yes. think that game was like a, oh, I'm not the conversation with Allen and Mahomes anymore. No, I'm better. I'm ahead of him. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a Mahomes, but I am better than Josh Allen. That no. was what this game showed. It was the conversation's not Allen and Mahomes. It's Allen and Burrow. Or no, no, it's Burrow and Mahomes. Sorry. Yeah, right. And then Allen. Yeah, and then Allen's under him. It's in like the, like with Lamar and Hurts. Mm-hmm. You're, you've, you've been downgraded. Hurry, get out of here. <laughs> what she keeps thinking I'm saying. Siri? Yeah, he's popping up on my laptop. Siri pops up my, my brother's uh, freaking uh, Apple Watch like every time I'm hanging out with him. Siri's popping up all the time. Luckily, my disabled. My Siri doesn't ever. I've never comes up. But oh uh, well. Anyways, Joe Burrow top tier. I'm glad we got to show it. We got. I'm glad we got to cement it in there and prove it. Cause I was tired of. Uh, Hello. Hey. What's up? <laughs> All right. To wrap up that game, glad that Bro has now cemented himself in the top two, and I'm glad the Bills are frauds yet again. No. Yeah, oh, you were definitely relishing in this. Yeah. No. I. This was. This is great. Cause especially, I was watching it with my my Bills roommate, and it was just he was like getting front mad and yelling at Josh Allen, and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is what it's like. Just, remember, remember when he was born uh, again? Yeah. Took it all up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Next up. Uh, this game was just dumb because of the over. And it wasn't going to hit, like, at halftime. Not even. Oh, you know it right away. Yeah. Anyways, the Cowboys played the same exact game that they did last year. Congratulations, Cowboys. You did the same thing against the same team. And it, it, they they somehow made it funnier. That last play was probably my favorite play of the season. Like actually, hang, like, Zeke hanging in the loop, plowed over, and, and I didn't even notice that. And showed the replay because I was more focused on the guy just getting rocked on a seven-yard yeah. slant when they needed to go fifty-five yards. <laughs> the best. I was like, I was watching with my girlfriend, and I was like, "Oh, here comes a pitchy, pitchy woo woo." No, nope. here it comes. It wasn't and then, even a pitchy. No, no pitchy. <laughs> the the best part is they line up in that ridiculous formation. The Niners call a timeout, <laughs> basically like, "Hey, you sure you want to do this? Like, this is what you want to do." And then there's this okay, long... guys. So they line Zeke up at center. So just knock his ass. Yeah, just push him over, and. <laughs> The the best part is that there's a commercial, there's a timeout, there's a lot of downtime, and the whole time Zeke's just mm-hmm. sitting there at center, 
Dak's sitting back and the formation's up there. And I'm just thinking there, I'm like, they have all, they're really going to do this. Like, this is what they, this is what they want to do. It, they've had plenty of second chances. That, like, definitely just drew up at practice at the start of the season, like maybe over the summer. And McCarthy was like, I cannot wait to use this. He was yep. probably so happy that they were in that scenario in the playoffs. Yeah, no, like, he was this like, is this is the, the play, guys. Play this is it. Ever. Remember when we practice yeah. it? Like, this is what we want to do. Yep. And, oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? It, it's almost good because it distracts you from how bad they were the rest of the game. This was one of the worst Dak games of his life. Maybe the worst, considering the stakes. He sucked. He, he only had he two picks, awful. but he could have had, like, four and a, and a pick six. The last one, Greenlaw, that's a... He just gave him six right there, and Greenlaw just dropped it. The there's they had not like once Tony Pollard was injured, they they had nothing on offense. There, there. I was watching the end of the game, and I was like, "Are they all? Is the only thing they're gonna do throw screen passes to Ceedee Lamb?" That was the, it was like that's the only thing they had. They're like, "All right, we're we're screwed. Just throw screen passes to Ceedee Lamb and see what he does." <laughs> that's what it seemed like the game plan was, and. Like the whole time, they're like, we need a, they need a second receiver. They need a second receiver. They never got a second receiver, and then they're stuck with this crap. T yeah, T Y. Congrats. I don't. How would a T Y get? He got one catch, fifteen yards. Anyways, the the play, the last play, I think covered up not only just the whole second half of how bad they were and the whole game themselves of how bad they were, but the Dalton Schultz catch where he just doesn't put his foot down and go to the sidelines. Mm. And then immediately the next play goes out of bounds himself and the clock still runs. Two crucial mistakes in the last, uh. in the last drive of the game. And there, there was no talk about it. it. It's all swept under the rug because of this stupid play. But they would have been 30 yards closer if he gets in those two yards. Mm -hmm. I mean, or gets in two feet down that catch. Uh, what, the last couple plays? Yeah, did that? Did my him not putting his feet down, him running out? I mean, that just that can't happen on a football field when you're trying to win the game. That, no, that, but it's perfect, Cowboys. Yeah, no, it, it's just at the start. It's like it was the same loss of the same team. We saw them absolutely butcher the last drive of the game last year. Yep, but it's and not I, even that surprising. No, and the funniest thing was that last drive. I think it was Nick Wright. He uh, he tweeted out, "Run the QB draw." Run the <laughs> So they were in the same exact position as last year and learned zero lessons. You're saying that's what they were doing all offseason because of how the last season ended. Yeah, and they still couldn't figure it out. That should be the number McCarthy one priority. McCarthy just got a little too excited. Yeah, man. They were just practicing that play over and over again. Do you think it was working in practice? Like, with that good of a defense? Oh, I'm sure there, it was. That's it. Maybe that's. But they're the not worst. playing. Not playing real defense. No, that's true. That's it. Just can't happen. And but let's give some credit to the Niners. Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. He uh he finally faced a, a top tier defense, and he he had some struggles. But the the George Kittle when that it's like Travis Kelsey when you can press that button, mm -hmm. and even when it's when it's not rightly timed and he has to bobble it and catch it and get it right by the end zone. Like, that's that's what you want in your playmakers. And they can just make plays. Like, you just give them the ball and they make plays. So, 
All right. Because of the bad Wi-Fi, I'm sorry for anyone who was live watching it. it, uh, it I just think the stream is still up, but I like there's nothing I could do. I just keep disconnecting. This apartment Wi-Fi is garbage. And, but great round of football. Excited for the championships. Think the best teams made it. Excited to see, hopefully, high-scoring games, best of the best. And, yeah, conference championship time. Final four. All right. By Dallas. What? I said by Dallas. It's not your year, Dallas. It's not your year. So, speaking of not their year, it's never their year. The Washington Wizards, <laughs> they, are, they traded again with the Lakers. They traded Rui Hachimura for Kendrick Nunn and three second-round picks. It's a, it's a backwards move. They didn't want to pay Rui. And they're, they're, they're in no man's land, and that's where they're going to live. They are. There's literally no way out unless you blow the whole thing up. And they have this core who's just not very good. And you trade away the young... Like, you're throwing away draft picks. You draft these guys. You have the 15th pick, 12th pick every year. Draft them. They're okay. And then you get rid of them. Just, it's, it's purgatory. And they're not even trying to like they have no direction, which is my issue because mm. after the trade, I was like, okay, it, like maybe they're gonna sell the house, like let's get rid of everybody, you know, mm. scrap the team, and then the reports. Oh, no, I think they want to resign Kuzma. They, their, their guy is Kuzma, and they want to, <sighs> they want to take care of Kuzma, and I just don't see what Bradley Beal, Kuzma, and Porzingis. I don't see what that does in today's NBA. It does exactly. Like, it gives you twenty. You know, it gives you thirty-two wins. That's what it gives you. They're the worst non-tanking team the of league. the past, tw- like fifteen, twenty years. They've been the past. They've been the worst non-tanking yeah. team. They they always whenever they're in, they sneak in. They're always a lower seed, and I guess they had what a good Bradley Beal and John Wall year once, like ten years mm-hmm. ago. Maybe twice. So, I think they won two playoff series with them. First round and, playoff series. And they've done nothing since. Nothing. Oh. I like I don't I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're what they like they the two three second round picks. Great. Kendrick Nunn, great. What are you gonna do with this? You got a bench player who couldn't even play for the Lakers and three second round picks that are going to be nothing unless you're drafting Jokic which mm-hmm. they're not I like ownership has to just step in something has to happen where like they they're just they're building nothing they're building nothing <laughs> like I don't know how you could possibly even market this team or like you you're home growing these guys and then they just leave the guy that you pay all the money can't win it's not a number one guy you go trade for washed up old superstars. You find a diamond in the rough with Kuzma in that trade. Instead of capitalizing on and playing it's well on a season, shit yeah. team, mm-hmm. you just to extend him. And like some people, someone has to score points on the team. Like he just happens to be the best scorer outside of Peel. It doesn't mean that he's a superstar. He's also like this is this is your but this is what teams that tank and have a plan they see a player like that on a contract year who doesn't want to be there like he doesn't want to be mm-hmm. in dc 
But if they give him the money, of course he's going to stay in D.C. And you can, after this, you, you trade him, you give him to a contender for a year, and then you can he walks and goes wherever the hell he wants. But mm-hmm. you capitalize, you get a, a couple first-round picks, you get maybe a young player in, in exchange, and, like, that's... That's what good. That's what teams that have plans do, hmm. and this is just a team that doesn't like the. There's no reason to extend Kuzma. You're extending him to a core of nothing, as we already explained, and it 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 just boggles my mind. You're gonna end up having an old, useless Eel Kuzma and Porzingis, and you're gonna get nothing for it. Then you're gonna have to start tanking, and you're gonna have to, and eventually you're gonna have to look for guys who are like Rui Hachimura, who are young wing mm. players that need to be at play on your team and develop. And I think you guys, they developed him fine. I mean, like, he scores 13 a game. He's still, what, 24 years old? He's a solid old. piece. Yeah, that's, yeah, he's just a solid wing defender that could have helped whatever top draft pick you get this year. Mm. If if you were going to that route, and they, they weren't. Apparently, they, were have, they had to extend him, too, and he wasn't going to take it. Uh, then trade him and also like also trade everybody else. Yeah. They can't they can't just trade him and think that that's gonna make them go anywhere. I'm like I'm in disgust. No, and as a fan, <laughs> it's just got to be a kick to the balls where it's like, yeah, this is just a a pointless move that takes us nowhere and won't get us anywhere closer to a championship than we were. A day ago, and he's also he's gonna look good on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be he's gonna be standing well. in the corner, and LeBron's gonna get the ball to him, and he's gonna he's probably gonna average probably closer to fifteen on the Lakers. And the Wizards gonna be like, "What? That's what's going on here?" It's like maybe it's because he's actually around a, a generational piece that the Wizards haven't had goddamn forever. So I don't know I I don't know what to do if they're gonna actually stick with this Kuzma thing. But if, if that's what the reports are saying right now, normally, normally they're not that wrong. Hmm. And it's it's not like this is the first weird move that they've made. It's like every season there's multiple moves where you're like, what is what's the point of this? Well, and then it comes out today this that is, they want Serge Ibaka. It's like, why do you want Serge Ibaka? Serge Ibaka is just a an old washed Rui. He's gonna score less points. <laughs> He's going to play the same position, and he's just going to be out there getting cardio, getting cardio for the, the Wizards. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. They're doing 11 minutes, four points this year. Yeah, he can't, so they are in purgatory, and there's no, there's no sign of that ever getting out. And I see yeah, like no. people it's... that are giving the Wizards like a B- for this trade. And I don't understand that either. I don't get where people. Oh, are finding, it should be an F minus. Yeah, I don't understand why people are finding any value in here. Like, I guess I don't know. I guess you're not extending them and you're not paying a bunch of money. But who, like, you give everyone else a bunch of money, so why not mm-hmm. give that guy who the fans love and get? I don't. Stupid. Stupid. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. The only option for me is to just not care. And that's because that I haven't been like a diehard fan, it's easy for me to do. Whereas my other teams, that's not. 
yeah option but yeah it's like i, I i'm not watching the games this year you like, haven't been I don't, in a little I don't really while. follow them on twitter or anything and i just see news like this and it just pushes me Farther further and further away yeah it's hard to get excited about the rest of the league too when your team is so irrelevant at least like the playoffs you can but yeah but you're watching Vegas, a bunch of like, teams that aren't yours and yeah yeah I, God, I look at them like they're doing great yeah yeah i'm sure that's fun even like the knicks are more well-run than the wizards at this point they really are because at least the knicks like they they have a somewhat of a plan like they have they're getting they're actually getting like they're getting brunson and they're getting players that are actually good in there and they're just trying to accumulate players where Hmm. this team just i don't understand it i don't get it at all and i want them to just go and go get wemby it's what every team should want to do no and i guess you can say like this is a a step towards wemby like they are getting worse but they're getting worse and not getting anything in return instead of trading Kuzma right. and trading Porzingis and hell Monte Morris. Get, get rid of all of them, all, everyone, and just. There's not a single person that's worth keeping. No. Maybe Kispert. I like Denny. Yeah, but they're on rookie. I don't know contracts. what Johnny Davis's deal is. No, Johnny Davis has been in the G League all year. So <laughs> that's not good for Johnny Davis. I just I don't I don't know. I, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Or sell them, maybe. I, like, I said the ownership should step in, but maybe that's the problem. Do you think that the, the ownership, like, just thinks they're relevant somehow? I don't know what they think. It's the same owners of the, as the Caps, right? Yeah, it's Ted. And he, they've, they've been a playoff team this whole time, and they've, they've figured it out. They've won a championship. You won a championship. Yeah. But you also backed into having one of the best, Best goal scorer of this generation. He was the easy number one pick. And I, like... Yeah, but at least they had the number one pick. When was the last time the yes, Wizards... Yeah. The last time the Wizards had a top ten pick, it's it was Rui! Nine! <laughs> it, the last time they had a really hot... They had... Beal... Beal at, like, three, right? And Order was at three. Beal uh, before that was at three. And then Wall before that was one. Look at what happened. Like you made the, you were a four seed back to back years, and that's when the, those are the guys who won all your games were the high draft picks. Yeah, that's just way. That's the way that the NBA is. There's too many. Like once you get past the top four or five, there's too many dart throws where it's like this guy just has the chance to be good or bad. Where the Wizards have just yeah. missed every dart throw, and they got to stop playing darts. <laughs> they got to start playing the lottery. It's ball not even there. like. It's like obviously you don't want to you want to see as little tanking as possible, but been stuck in this situation for so many years now. Like it's so clear that you have no chance to win with what you have, and there's no way to build a roster based on this current one that gets you into turns you into a real contender. Real the only way even is like to... a play in contender. You're yeah. gonna miss the play in and. They are, let me look at the standings, but I'm pretty sure that they, last time I checked, they're like the only team that's not tanking that's going to be yeah. missing the play-in pretty much. They are, Which yeah. Which is fine. Like, I hope they do miss, and then no, I hope yeah, Beal leaves. Yeah, and 
That's the other, he's not going to beta Beal. He's fine. Paying him fifty million a year, he's fine chilling in Washington. He just wants the money. He's not a winner. No, he's he, and God, I I don't know. Like you got to get to make him worth it. What do you get? Like you got to get like three first round picks. I don't even care. Like I said this summer, I would let him go for nothing to get the money off the books, just to restart the whole thing. It would have been a better move than what they're doing now. Like the teams under them. That's how fed up with it I was. Magic, Hornets, and Pistons, who have all gutted their teams of everything. Those are the only three under them in the in the East. And and then Spurs and Rockets, who've also gutted their whole team. Oh, I'm I'm disgusted. As you should be, and I and I feel bad for the as a as that that is truly my my second basketball team. I love the Wizards, and as as someone who who does keep up with them, it. I mean, I know they're not. It's not. It's not the same fandom as you because I have another mm. team. But the just the disgust and just like there's just no hope whatsoever. They're in the conversation yeah. with all the I mean, like, and poopy teams. Look at you guys. Like, look at what you did. Got the high draft picks, and now you're winning. And who's the best players on your team? Freaking two guys that you got high up, in the draft. Up, yeah. And that was we lucked into the the Nets just pulling off a terrible deal. But even you guys wouldn't even do a deal like that because you just extend Bradley Beal at that point. Like that's the type of deal that you want to happen, and you still don't even get that. The and like you look at the Sixers, Joel and B number one pick. The Nuggets, I mean, they lucked into they lucked into Jokic being in the second round. But Grizzlies top two pick and John Morant, Mavericks, you know top five pick in Luka Doncic uh and I, like it's just the the good teams have the high caliber stars that come in that and the Wizards just yeah. never have or you do like what that. the Nets did and build through free agency but like it's such well when you have no cap so space, low on the rankings of destinations too yeah no yeah nobody wants to play in DC because they've seen them as nothing but a perennial loser so it it it's it's a damn shame and it's it's a damn shame. They, I can't believe they've been having the same GM this whole time too. Like I hate to call it was, people's jobs, but it's still Tommy Shepard. Yeah, and, and he was he wasn't even supposed to be like he's not a real GM either. He just kind of like fell into the role. They didn't go hire somebody, and they still haven't hired anybody. It's man, well. They're going to be continuing to just beat bad teams and teams that don't play their starters against them, and they'll continue to be the 12th seed and end up with the 10th overall pick again. Yeah. Maybe you'll luck it. Maybe you'll get Gigi Jackson. That'd be cool. Sure. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe in uh, 10 years, they'll figure something out. That's where I'm at. Maybe. I, I was still on the, the train of let's just get LeBron. That year, they should have gone. I, well, yeah, I would, I would still. The pitch was, oh, Stu and Jordan that. couldn't. Come on, LeBron. Sell, sell the house <laughs> for him. Sell the farm for him. And it's funny because now LeBron, LeBron, LeBron is on the 2019 Wizards. I mean, he has Russell Westbrook, Rui Hachimura, <laughs> Troy Brown Jr., and Thomas Bryant. If, he, if that's a start, like if you plug in LeBron, that's LeBron with the starting Wizards 2019 roster. <laughs> The last time they even made the playoffs. God. Yeah, they when they played the Sixers as the eight seed. Yeah, I got butt whooped. But Still hey, we were game. at the we were at the play in. Play in was electric. We were. That was a fun game. That was electric. 
classic Wizards. Yeah, heated rivalry. That's that's real basketball right there. Hey, what's up? Back. Yeah, how's it going? <laughs> I think that means it's move on to College Corner. Uh, we'll still give we'll give it a, a, a more worst transitions. Yeah, the worst transitions of all time. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk more NBA when the trade de- when more trades happen, and then after the trade deadline, then it's real. It's real NBA season for all the casuals out there. So, College Corner. I uh, I got told to sit down again in another college game. <laughs> it's like starting to get really embarrassing. <laughs> and is this every game? It's been. Is it only been the recent ones? It's been the past three games. I've been getting. getting yeah. Is it? Do you recognize the people? Or are they like? No, it's always holders, or is it other some, students? Someone else. It's always a student, and he's always like, "Hey, like you know, not to be a dickhead or anything, but like the people behind us, like they they want you to sit down." And I I turn around every time, and I go, "They should stand up," and then I stand up the whole time. <laughs> Look, it's a college basketball game. I'm sorry, Colonial Life Arena is just such a, I guess, such a terrible environment that nobody could possibly stand up and cheer for their own college team. All, the Auburn fans, they were standing up. They were cheering. Really? They, oh, they got Let's Go Auburn to take over the crowd oh, three times. You guys three. boo? You drown it out? We try to. It's hard when it's two people booing the whole time. <laughs> but, God. I, so, that that game, they they come in. It's... Yeah, it's just another bad game. And Gigi Jackson scores 30, and we end up with 66 points. Just can't happen in a college game. It cannot happen. One other player had double-digit points. And what sucks is, like, we're starting to, like, move the ball around. We're starting to play this this zone defense, which is pretty – like, I, I think it's pretty good. And we went on this run towards late at the end of the second half. It was probably, like – 10 minutes left. We cut it into 10. I like, I'm get, I'm like doing my best to get the crowd into it. The crowds, the crowd is into it. We're loud. We go, we're, we're, we cut it to 10. And then we just have a stint where we fall flat. And <laughs> it like our, our, our most, our oldest player, Hayden Brown, he's 24. He fouls out like every game. <laughs> and I don't know how the whole oldest player can foul out every game. He should be mm. the one that is keeping everybody else level down. The refs, the refs suck against us, and I hate using it because we get blown out by twenty every game. So like, it's not even that like it matters that much. But mm. it hurts the momentum when it happens, and I, I there'll be countless times where the players are standing like that, and it's just they call it a foul, and the guy's not even moving towards it. It's so ridiculous. But I guess seeing Gigi score thirty was cool, but. Other than that, you think that Gigi is bad for the team? Think he's hurting the other players' development? No, no. I think it's the opposite. I think they're hurting him because uh, <laughs> he has to go in these stints where he's Superman and has to take over mm. the team, and it works a lot of the time. But it, it well, it works like fifty percent of the time. He shot fifty percent this game, and mm. but if he, he'll start. He'll start the game pretty slow. He he normally ends the game hot, but the the t- the guy the guys around him they can't hit open threes when they have them, and there's a lot of missed layups that shouldn't happen, and 
I still love this team. I'm still going to show out every game, but it's getting it's getting draining. <laughs> I can. T- I wish that we like all the college corners together, which is one long video, and see your progression of just getting like beaten down yeah, over no. and over and over again. No. Every time, it's like at the start of the season, it was we got Gigi. No, excited. <laughs> have a chance to be good this year, and then you beat Clemson, and then ever since then, it was just like I had the glimpse of Kentucky. Yeah, that, but I didn't even get a, a lone college corner on that one because I think we did it before. Oh no, I had it that Wednesday, I, I think. But anyways, it, yeah, and now oh, you had like, gotten blown out by A and M. Yeah, already. Before you could celebrate, yeah. yeah. Florida, I mean, we're at Florida tomorrow. We're probably going to somehow win this game. Uh, and then. Because why not? Yeah, because why not? And then probably get blown out in Georgia and then come back. And who do we have? Mississippi State. It does, like, it just does, it doesn't, doesn't matter how well the team's been playing. It doesn't matter, like, the, the opponents, I mean. It doesn't matter how well we've been playing. It's just. I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> I have no clue. So. Basketball. Anarchy? Nope. Just college basketball. I it, the issue is that I haven't seen a home Austin win. I haven't seen a home win. It's this whole new year. It's been a long new year. So, yeah, it is. And yeah, but this game, I gotta say, we go in. It's they advertised it because there's a there's a new president of the school, and they advertised it mm. like students that get in early. They got a towel, like a special towel for the the guy the president and then a ten dollar voucher at the stadium so there was a lot of people in line when we got there and me and riley were worried we were like oh crap like we didn't we didn't prepare we didn't stand in line long enough we're not gonna get our seats and all of a sudden the like the guest line it's like supposed to be a guest line and a student line and the guest is supposed to be like family of players or like special like special guests and Hmm. That line starts moving. It's a lot shorter than the student line. And I just see two girls skip from the student line and go to the other line. And I go, why shouldn't I do that? So we just ran up. We got in. And then we got our, we got our seats. <laughs> <laughs> and, but that, so I'll always find a way down there. It, it, I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't stay. I could, I don't think I could stay at these games if I'm not first row. And like <laughs> trying to get the people involved, I just couldn't sit in that empty crowd where I know everyone would hate me if I stood back. Like if I'm back with the mm-hmm. with the people who don't care, like they're gonna really be mad if I'm loud and standing. If I'm up close, they're like uh, they're all behind me. I just gotta ignore them. Mm. But having haters at my own stadium is pretty ridiculous. So like, why don't the students stand? Isn't that like normal? I thought so. It's normal in every other. St- uh home arena and the other thing is like when it's town when we're like these home stints these would push us past the the auburns when we're when we're only down by 10 and when we get a run against old miss it doesn't need to be just a run late in the game it could be the whole game when we're we're adding Mm -hmm. a home field advantage and i remember during the clemson game when i was watching it it was all like the all, the announcers were all like, "This is this is all because of this home crowd of uh, South Carolina. Like this home crowd's really into it, really loud." 
and really given a boost to the the Gamecocks, where a game where GG scores 12 and our second-best player scores three, we still win against a good Clemson team. Like, that's that's the games that, that where it matters. And mm-hmm. it just – nobody gets up for it. Nobody cares when they're there. So it, we're, we're just kind of screwed. Zero zero. Yeah, I know. And every, there's already there's already like, oh, is Gigi gonna transfer and is stuff like that. I think like if he's going I, to the NBA. Yeah, right now they still have Gigi as a top fifteen lottery pick for the NBA, and I was worried because like I've, I'm I'm listening. I get a lot of my stuff from the from the Ringer. I like the Ringer a lot, and they have mm-hmm. an NBA draft pod. And before they released like their, it's called like the the Ringer's NBA draft guide. Before they released that, they had no mention of Gigi. So I was like worried, like maybe like in the public eye, he's not going to be and stay another year and develop another year. But they had him in the big board. He's like number ten, number nine. So they they still have him as a top ten prospect, and I think he's going to go to the NBA because why wait and def. I definitely don't stick around here. I, I want him to stick around here, but unless he wants another building year, there's not there's not gonna be no. a lot to stick around with. And you kinda said that like even when we were talking about recruiting him, that I just gonna be a one year thing. Yeah, no, I've always expected this to be a one year thing. And I just hope I would hate to see him in another college uniform. Mm-hmm. That would that would Once in North Carolina. That'd be sad. Yeah. And and he's like a bench player for them or like some rotational guy like he just wouldn't be he wouldn't be the same. So I, I still think he's gonna go very high in the draft because he makes his he makes great like he makes his own shot very well. It's just a matter of if he sinks the shot or not. Right. Alright, how about you? Uh before I get into all my stuff, I got an update for you for both of us. Our boy Harbor. Coles Harbor not visiting Colorado. Yeah. Like the Instagram post. Okay. Not sure what that, why he posted that, but don't worry, Coach Prime is not stealing him. Unless this is all just an elaborate hoax. It's all a rouge. I've seen before, of course. Did you see that ESPN dropped him down to a four star? I don't worry about what ESPN says. No, I, I was just like, that's, that's ridiculous. There's no way he's a four star. Look at him. Yeah, honestly. Uh, I but still, yeah. It's like when Bronny James posted that he was in College Park and people were freaking out. Did you see what LeBron's quote was about Bronny? Yeah. He said he'll go to any college he wants to go to. He's like, it does, he's like, it doesn't matter if, it, like, and I, I kind of respect LeBron for saying that because he's like, like, I don't care who thinks my kid's good. If he wants to go to that school, I'm giving them a call and they're gonna go to <laughs> like, I, res- I kind of respect that. It's like, yeah, use your power. It's nepotism. Bro. Yeah, it is. And it's LeBron James. It should be nepotism. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I just worry about him having too much pressure. He's got to go to Ohio State, right? Yeah, I think he should. I think that'd be, like, it, LeBron always said, oh, if he's I ever went to top... college, I'd go to Ohio State. So like, yeah, he He's go. got a top three. It was Oregon, Ohio State, and who's the other one? It's Isn't it UCLA or some California school? Maybe. That would make sense. Did I see this? 
Wait, what? Top 10 NIL valuations, number one, Bronny James, 7.5 million. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. He's not even in college yet. Nah, they, they, just think about it. Any team's going to pay bank to get Bronny on their team. It's like, it's like what we said about the Wizards, how they have no one to advertise. This college team just instantly right. gets someone to advertise and put yeah. on their on everything. LeBron coming to games. Yeah, exactly. Oh, could you imagine your student section like LeBron standing Dude. over there? Just like firing everybody up. Shannon Sharp comes to the game, starts fighting the player. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with that? I saw like a brief headline about it. I didn't look too much into it. I gotta look too because he apologized. So, Is, think, whose dad was it? What? Whose dad did he fight? It was Dylan Brooks. Is oh. something with Dylan Brooks? And at all I know is at the end of the game, he called Dil, like Dylan Brooks called him a, a pedestrian and that he should have gotten kicked out of the game. <laughs> um, but it was something with Jaws' dad. No, I know he apologized, and he had that he had that nice flick. That was a hit with the the sweater. He just get that mean mug in some guy. <laughs> I would not want to get in his way. Ooh, I would not either. Um, USC was the other. It was Oregon, USC, and Ohio State. Not, not UCLA. All right. The all right. What's up with the what's up with Maryland though? So we had. We went to Purdue on Sunday and played them really close. We lost by three. And it was probably the worst F show that I've seen in a, college, in a Big Ten college basketball game. It's always the worst. And I'm not, like, I don't want to necessarily blame it on the refs. I never, yeah, pretty much never blame a game on the refs outside of, like, M Saints NFC Championship. Or something Even that, they just... went to overtime. Saints got the no, ball I still first. Blame don't blame it on the refs but uh it was bad though because can zach Eady 7-4 and is already unstoppable force inside it's every freaking whistle and you can't play defense against him there was one time where dante scott was playing on him like didn't even touch him Edie has his arms up like this turns around elbows him in the face they call a foul I go to review it, and I'm like, oh, they're reviewing to see if it's a flagrant, because that's what they do when someone gets elbowed in the face. They come back, and they call it a defensive foul on Scott, because Edie was in the restrict because they were in the restricted area. That's ridiculous. I was like, restricted area does not apply to somebody getting yeah, elbowed in the face. Elbowed in the face. Like, if it was a block or a charge, that's what it's there for. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can't possibly call that on the defense. You're not going to call it, or... It's not going to be an offensive foul, which it should have been. And just don't call a foul at all. I couldn't even believe that they switched it. But there's another, like, out-of-bounds call where the Purdue guy literally had his hand on the ball and his foot out-of-bounds, and the ref watched it and pointed the other direction. And there were just too many incidents that were, like, egregiously bad. And then there was just, like you were saying earlier, your guys are... Like getting robbed on defense or just standing there with their hands up and everything's a foul. That's what it was like in the first half. So it was incredibly frustrating. But I'm proud of our guys for fighting through that. Lane Reese finally had a, a breakout game, which is good to see. He had like 16, 18 points maybe. So if he can ride that, then I think that they will definitely make the tournament. But it's just a matter of whether that's like a. Needle in a haystack, or 
they're showing real signs of improvement. So we'll see. We got a home stretch coming up. The games at home, Wisconsin tomorrow, Nebraska Saturday, and then these got you got to win all these games, right? Uh, Indiana, as long as it's like as I wouldn't say that's a must win, as long as they win the first two. All right. Indiana's looked a lot better, and Indiana will probably come into that game on a five-game win streak as they face Ohio State. Yeah, Minnesota tomorrow, and then Ohio State Saturday. Minnesota's awful. Ohio State's at home, so. But, yes, these next two definitely must-wins. That would put us back at 500 in the conference, and then the Indiana game will be huge next week. That's what you want to see, though. That's where you want to be at. Hmm? I, I, yep. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad they're fighting back. I'm glad they're. You know, you were you were pretty down in the dubs earlier, earlier in the season. It was. And oh, I mean, <laughs> no, it was, it was 81 to 46 to Michigan. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, so I'm glad you guys rallied through that, and yeah, looking like you're on your way to the. Possibly the tournament. You could get there. My team can't get there. I mean, <laughs> what would you rather have, or like, what would you want more than a three-game home stretch? You cement yourself as one right. of the top right. teams. Yeah, that's what we need. I think just gotta uh, take care of business, one game at a time, though. I think USC would rather have three away games. <laughs> then people wouldn't be standing in their way. <laughs> God. But anyways. I uh I also I showed up this game into a different fit, and my buddy yeah. who's the team manager he was like he was like all the other managers were like where's your boy where's your boy at because I didn't have the jersey on I switched out the jersey for some, oh, yeah. for some garnet pants so yeah yeah I mixed up a lot maybe yeah no I was yeah that's what I was trying to go for I was like maybe it'll help <laughs> out but uh, I I can only do the most so all right. I think that does it. It was a pretty shaky podcast, internet-wise, but ended up being... being strong finish. Sick. Yeah, strong finish. Uh, thank you all for listening. It's if you us. Stayed, on the, stayed on the live stream, thank you for sticking around through multiple stoppages. And we'll see everybody, see everybody Friday. Getting ready for the conference championships. Let's go. Terps. Yeah, go, go Cox, baby. <laughs> <laughs>